Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk. And I'm Danielle from Brands by Bravo. And yes, Sue and I are here in the flesh in person recording. And we actually remembered to say both of our names and the show name. So that's, we're doing great. Can we get the episode correct though? All right. I believe in you. Season two, episode seven. Woo, she did it. Because it is possibly one of the best episodes of all time. Yes. It is the big Bethany and uh, Kelly iconic fight. Um, the previously on is great because it gave the best line ever where she, Bethany's like, the woman next to me is like, who is she? And I'm like, evidently Madonna, <laughs> which I need to say that more. I need to say those lines more. Just yeah. telling everyone that they had evidently think they're Madonna. I know. This episode really, I feel like this is, like the one. If you if someone was like, Oh, I've never watched Real Houses of New York, where should I start? I would say start season, season two, two, episode so. seven. Yeah, I think I would agree with you because it does feel like the most New York. It's not it's fashion week, but it's not just fashion week. I know I'm ready for fashion week to be over though. We have been on fashion week. I feel like that's very New York though. I know, true. I feel like when you're living in New York, you're just like, I want Fashion Week to be over. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not someone who's ever attended it, but definitely can be annoying. Everyone that I knew that worked on it just hated how crazy it was, and like the allure of it wears off quite quickly, because it's just a lot of standing and very short shows, Yeah, you know? Uh, so it's not... Like, it's not like you're you're standing for longer than you're watching. Probably, probably. I wouldn't know. Never been. Anyone can invite me, though. I'll go. Why not? I mean, i totally go. Like Ramona. I like fashion, as she seems to claim, which is, I would never put her in the category of someone who thinks they know fashion. Well, I think, it, well, she's not, like, the best dressed. Ramona's never been on my best dress list. No. But I think she knows fashion, 
think she knows clothes. I don't think she knows fashion. Interesting. Well, I feel like it's kind I would say it's kind of similar to like people are like, you work in social media, you only have like 2,000 followers or like under 1,000 followers. And it's like, yeah, because I do social media for other people. <laughs> like, I, I don't grow my own stuff. I grow other people's she stuff. She also does fashion in like wholesale she was yeah, a buyer for Macy's, Calvin Klein. True, true, true. I, I do forget about that. She went to career. FIT. We're going to be reminded of that. Yes. So, well, the episode starts ahead. out with Kelly who, uh, and Ramona going to the Bagley Yishka gym. Is yeah, that correct? that okay. is correct. And Ramona is the one who invites Kelly, which it's important to note that because that comes back later. I forget yes. if that's in this episode or the next It's one. next episode, okay. but... It's still good to know. Yeah, so Kelly just basically spends the whole time giving Ramona the rundown of what happened at the charity event meeting. And Kelly's, like, storytelling is up there with Mariah Carey. Have you ever heard Mariah Carey tell a story? It's horrible. She doesn't know how to, like, tell a linear story. Yeah, it does bounce around a bit. And it's like, and it doesn't make sense. And she thinks she's a great storyteller. And she always kind of ends kind of, like, right. And you're like, oh, now is the part where you ended. But everyone, she's Mariah Carey. So everyone's always like, I'm just so excited to hear you talk that this is great. So she, like, thinks she's very funny. And I feel like it's the same thing with Kelly. Where, like, Kelly thinks that she's telling a very compelling story. And she's just saying words which are not true. She's like, Bethany said I was a yes person. She's a yes person. I'm a no person. And also, I always think of Mariah Carey's So Random of the Cribs episode she did. Oh, I mean, it's why. iconic. I would, that just made me think of it when you said tell a story. Because what she was on an elliptical in heels. It was an amazing, <laughs> amazing episode. It was like, oh, I didn't know that was what I wanted from life. My favorite thing that Kelly says to Ramona is that why would she be jealous of Ramona? Which I know Ramona took that as a slap in the face. Oh, yeah. She said, why would I be jealous of you? That That is not something that uh, Ramona was into at all. Oh, no. No, no, no. Um, so Kelly tells the whole story. Um, and she then, well, like, not really the whole story, but the Kelly version and then Ramona immediately gives advice, which you're like, oh, this is something that we all should forget. But it actually was good. She, she does kind of defend Bethany, and she's like, oh, she's had a hard life. Like, she's a rough around the edges person. Yeah, I think, and like, later Lou will do the same. And I think it's really interesting that, like... They use it as an excuse about who she is as a person. But it's also, I think, something that a, ge- a friend would genuinely do, yeah. being like... This is how I've learned to be friends with this person. Like, because they weren't at first. And Ramona and Bethany, like, didn't hit it off right away. I mean, nobody does with Ramona. But, um... And then I believe Ramona starts going on again about how she just can't let it go with Alex and Simon. Oh, but wait, I didn't say the advice that she gave. Oh, I'm sorry. She told Kelly, you just, hi, how are you, move on. Like, she's like, don't let, just don't interact with her then. Which, honestly... No, wasn't that the advice that Kelly gave to Ramona about Simon and Alex? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was the advice that Kelly... That's what I wrote. Kelly gave shockingly good advice. Oh, that's right. Simon and Alex. Guys, I can't read my own handwriting. I wrote half my notes in my handwriting, and it's like... (laughs) It's okay. 
sides here. It's like an insane person. And I took my notes while um, working, so they are also filled with many typos as, as I'm reading them. But yes. Actually, you know, I've seen insane people have very nice handwriting, so that's... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just a slob. So when Ramona goes on and on about Alex and Simon, Kelly says, you're just going to say hi and move on. Yeah. And and disengage. Well before Meredith Marks said, I'm disengaging, Ramona needed to learn how to disengage. There was another word recently that one of them said that I was like, somebody said this before 2022. (laughs) I forget what it was. Um, Anyway. They're they're ahead of the trends. Yeah. And then we go to Jill. Her new apartment. And um, it's just like, it's we later in the episode see it fully together. This is not that time. It's still a bit of a mess, I think, as we yes. and Brad are getting together. And then same thing, we go over to Alex and Simon's house, and it's still a disaster. My yep. favorite takeaway from that is that they have an Alex Cooper photo with yes! his name. They were like, where are we going to put the Alex Cooper po- photo with the snake? But they say it in that, like, very, like, hoity-toity manner. Like, of course, you know, you've got a Monet, and then you've got Alex Cooper with a snake. Like, it was just like, wait, what? <laughs> it was very random. My notes, I just wrote in all caps, why, question mark, do they have a photo of Alex Cooper with a snake? They were very obsessive with, like, where are we going to put our art? Yeah. In the house. But they didn't mention what the other art was. Only the Alex Cooper with the snake. Yeah, I very much would like to know what that is. Um, and then uh, I wrote that that was super boring except for the Alex Cooper thing. Yeah, they kind of skipped. Like, it was the fashion show, two quick little scenes. But Simon also says that he has problems relating with people because he read encyclopedias, not books. Yes. What? Uh, encyclopedias, encyclopedias are books. Yeah. Also, like, I read a lot of encyclopedia stuff because I'm old enough to have read encyclopedias. <laughs> and, like, and also, fun fact, there was an encyclopedia that was called Funk and Wagnalls. And uh, it was F-U-N-K, not F-U-N-K-E, like me. And uh, I always thought that was funny that my family decided that that was our brand of encyclopedia. Um, but yeah, no, I would like pull them out. Cause you know, when you're bored and you're a kid back when there wasn't the internet, your parents would be like, go read a book, <laughs> you know? And like, yes. so I would like, my mother would be like, pull out the G and learn everything you can. <laughs> like, I cannot say that we have encyclopedias in my house that I, to read them. That's what it's like being decade old <laughs> in your <laughs> podcast <laughs> You and, you and Simon have something yeah. in common. We read encyclopedias together. Not books, encyclopedias together. But then we get to the greatest interaction. First thing we have to note of this is the location. The of Brass they Monkey. Go. They go to the Brass Monkey, which, who chose this location? And the interesting thing is, is that you don't see them order, which is weird for no. a housewife show. Um, and they don't order anything. Bethany just has water. Yeah. Kelly has nothing. So I'm like, this is totally an advertisement because why are they not eating or doing anything? Okay, first off, who would eat at the Brass Monkey, though? Like, when I think of the Brass Monkey, I think of being 22 years old and going to the meatpacking district. Is there food even at the Brass Monkey? I don't know. I just remember it being nuts to butts, and, like, it's a place where, like, you probably, the cheapest thing you get is beer, and it's, like, a shitty tap beer that's, like, dirty. We went there for one of my friend's, like, 23rd birthdays. So, no checks. And we're there till 4 in the morning, 
and then we found a random limo to take us home because we couldn't <gasps> get a cab and our friend paid for the limo to take us back to his apartment where we slept on the couch because none of us even lived in New York City at the time. That's so fun. We did the Long Island bridges and tunnels and took the lure in and then, <laughs> I think this might have been our 22nd birthday, but th- that is the definition of the brass monkey. Well, it's also, like you said, it's in the meatpacking district, but it's not super expensive. Yeah, why were they? I, I was blown away that they It had there. been there for a long time, I think. But, like, anyway, uh, somebody had a deal with the Brass Monkey where they were like, I'm going to film in this. And it was also, like, they didn't clear it. No, it was so loud. The noise, the sound. People must have been so pissed. It, it was, you don't get scenes. Sorry, I'm fumbling over my words because I'm so excited. To <laughs> so much of early Roni is filmed in crowded, loud places that you just don't get anymore well now they always go to lunch at like three o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon so they're yeah so they're always the only ones in there like so the fashion shows are very loud and they and no one of- really knew knew them at this point no. not where they could clear out the brass monkey so we find bethany there um she and kelly comes in 30 minutes late yeah and she just comes in and just starts right at it. Like, hey, how are you? And, like, Bethany's like, hi, you're late. And you're, she's just like, get over it. Yeah, no, there was no fake friendliness at the beginning of this meetup. She goes I don't even right think she in. said, how are you? She no. was just like. Came with an agenda, as yeah. we, uh, we like to say. Um, the first couple things she says to Bethany is, your attitude is for kids. Yep. You're not friends. Uh, I don't do anything. And then Bethany says, I don't do anything you want me to do. And then this is where... You come up to me. I don't go down to you. This is you. This is me. We don't talk. And I just was dying. It's And I'm up here and you're down here. And it's like she shows levels with her hands. And it is some of the most obnoxious things that I've ever seen. Okay, we're going to try and play you the clip. Because why? Because why? Kelly really lays into her and she just keeps going. She says, um, you embarrass me, you're busy talking and I'm busy doing things, which I really like that line. Uh, she says, I don't like you, I don't think you're funny, and we'll never be friends. And Bethany just really knows she could just destroy Kelly yeah. with one sentence and kind of chooses not to. I think she sees that Kelly's crazy early on. Bethany is just kind of like, it happened at Jenny's, you know, my boyfriend was there, and you were doing this. And, like, Kelly acknowledges it. Yeah, she acknowledges that they met previously at Kelly's apartment when she hosts this event. She also kind of makes a slide of like, well, I don't know who Jenny Hilfiger is friends with. To mean, like, no, she says Jenny has her opinions oh, of you. Yes, I forgot she did say which that. Which Bethany does kind of like, you could tell that like her nostrils flare a little bit almost. It's just kind of like, are you are you really trying to challenge a good friend of mine? Yeah, I also enjoy when Kelly says to Bethany, "Who are you?" and B just says, "I am nobody." <laughs> that yeah. really made me laugh. Because that's really just like you are not She's like, worth no, my time. I'm nobody, effort. apparently. Yeah. You know, uh, apparently. Don't really. you worry, you'll become somebody. I'm not famous enough for you. Yep. So then uh, Kelly just like abruptly leaves, or so we think she leaves. 
Bethany calls her a calamity. <laughs> yes, I, I wrote Kel- that. Amity. She really emphasizes this this thing. That, and I was like, that's not catching on. No. It's not going to work. But then when Bethany tries to leave, Kelly's actually still there because now she's going on a date at the Brass Monkey. Which is even weirder, but also, like, she's lurking at the doorway and then is like, oh my god, you're stalking me. It's like, you're at the only exit. Yep. It's very <laughs> awkward. So that ends. And a she date- calls and she calls Bethany crazy. Too, which is another reason why I was like, this is fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but of course, I looked up Kelly's on a date with some guy named Maximilio Palacio. Pele- Max Max. Max Max. Max Max. Which, like, as soon as she said that, I was like, whoa, barf, barf. Yeah. So he was uh, an Argentinian actor for oh, a bit of time. Not okay. much. Only a few things. But weirdly, around the time that they were filming, he was acting. So it could have been how they met, or it could have been that he was trying to... Get on a TV show. I mean, he is beautiful and Kelly's beautiful, so. He is really cute. But it's and a he, very awkward date. I feel no chemistry between the two of them. No, I feel like he wants her to shut the fuck up so yeah. that he can make out with her. Yeah, he just only sees legs and face when, when he looks at her. Um, and I'm just so glad we got to such, I can't wait as we keep doing this to get to even more iconic scenes. Because I didn't even know that that was going to be in this episode when the episode started. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, it's oh my God, it's like they're sitting there. She's in the green <laughs> off-shoulder sweater shirt thing that she's wearing. And I just knew the moment was coming. And I was so, so excited about it. Her conversation, her retelling again is horrible. She's like, Bethany doesn't follow the proper protocol. Which I was like, was Kelly a army brat? Like, what? who talks like there's a proper protocol? Oh, is this when she's on the date? You mean yeah. talking to Max She's Max telling Max it? Max the whole story. Um, they also didn't drink. Neither of them orders a drink. Oh, I did not catch on. Then re- really, why were we at the Brass? I'll never right? get over I was like, that this was at the Brass Monkey. What is this? Like, I cannot describe enough how low class the brass monkey is for the real houses and random so random and so far from anything all the way when we say if you don't in new york city it is all the way to the water like it just so i don't know what they were doing filming there and the fact that i didn't know that's where you're in meatpacking where the meatpacking district sounds like gross but it's actually like a very especially back then that was like a really hot spot uh (laughs) bethany and ramona meet up after the ridiculousness of their night. Uh, and B tells Ramona all about uh, their meetup while they're, like, watching uh, some... Are they watching They're watching tennis? Mario play tennis. Okay, I forgot what they were doing. And that was the other thing. Is like, Bethany's like, I don't want to watch Mario play tennis. And I was like, me neither. Yeah. Uh, and then we... That was a short scene, unless you had anything else there. I didn't have much. It wasn't... Um, Bethany is shocked when Ramona says that she likes Kelly. Um, and she's like, she always shows up late and like Ramona tries to start making excuses and Bethany's just like, no, she just doesn't care about my time. Yeah. And she doesn't care about anyone's time but herself. Um, and Ramona, this is one of the times where she's reasonable and she's like, not everyone likes everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, so then we go to Jill's place 
And Brad is wearing a fabulous long pinstripe bra- uh, blazer. Ooh. It's really great. I want it myself. It's like an oversized long pinstripe blazer. It was super cute. I like it. So Jill's having a whole problem with the TV is too large for the console. And the whole thing I keep thinking of is I'm just picturing Jill sitting down and watching later Real Housewives of New York episodes that she's not on in this living room. I don't know why I had that image. Of her. I just can't really picture her as a TV watcher, but I just know she watched every single episode of that show when she was off. I don't think she would watch it in that room. I think she would watch it in her bedroom. I could see that too. My favorite thing that happens in the scene is that she calls Bobby for help and he yes. goes and he goes, Bobby on the line, and that just really <laughs> that was is how he so answered the phone. It was so cute and I just love their relationship. So much. She had the patience of a saint. Because she is like, she, he's like, I can't do this today. And she's like, it has to happen today. It has to. And she, they work together to find a solution, though. Yeah. I'd love to know. Do you know how they met? No, I would like to find that out. Me too. Listeners, does anyone have the tea on how Jill and Bobby became one? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> They're just so cute together. And then we move back on over to Ramona, and I think Mario are together. Yeah, they're t- they're shit talking Jill together, and it's like kind of lame. Uh, Mario calls her prima donna Jill, and then and Ramona say says that- she sits at home and does nothing. Yeah, they're like all Jill's schedule is is shop, lunch, dinner, and go on trips. And then I just wrote, can I be Jill? Yeah, and that's what Mario said. And again, he says that like it's a bad thing. I know. I was like, goals. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I do question why did I fight for the right to work? (laughs) Why? Danielle, Why? Sometimes. I'm like, I'm just kidding, obviously. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm saying, like, life of luxury... What is wrong with that if that is what makes her happy? Um, and yeah, all this back and forth about uh, Sue's least favorite thing in the world, tennis, that they constantly, they just won't give it up I even in season I don't mind two. tennis. I just don't like this like weird competition of not professional people. I also looked it up and like Mario was like ranked. I know. Ramona says at one point she feels like she's married to a pro basketball player. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. But, like, he wasn't that high up. Like, he, listen, in, like, the grand scheme of things, he was, like, in the 50s at the highest. 
which is huge because there's like probably hundreds. I think at one point he was in the lowest. He was like a hundred and something. Yeah. Mario but, also says that she works in the Schmata business. And I just really love that that's another that's a Yiddish word. What is Schmata? Biz- Isn't that, Shmata, I thought Schmata was penis. No, no. Schmata means no, like. speckle. Yeah. Schmata is like a cloth. Like it's another word for cloth. My mom used to be like, what's that schmata on your head? Like that's like a babushka thing. Like it just means cloth. It's like a crappy cloth. It's like if you're wearing something that looks like raggy, you would call it like a schmata. Interesting. So I just thought like, you know, Catholic Mario, I was proud that he knew such a Yiddish word. Yeah. The schmata schmata business, you know. But he's probably using it then derogatory because he's using a Jewish term. Probably. I didn't think of it that way. Fabrics. Yeah. He's (laughs) he's not saying it as a compliment, but it just made me, I was like, he knows the word schmata. I was like, good, good, good for him on that one because I just, it was just interesting to see someone use it. I took no offense to it in any sort of way um whether i should or shouldn't have and then the conversation ends with ramona talking about how she is mad about this new article kelly wrote yes so kelly wrote was it in page six magazine it was in page six magazine which i don't think is made anymore page six story is that None of the women understand fashion or fashion week. And Kelly has to be like this Sherpa of guidance to like usher them into the world of fashion week. And like she kind of makes it seem like it's hard work for her. And And Ramona's pissed because she she's the one who took her. Yeah. To the Bagley Mishka show. She's like, I invited her. Yeah. So that's that's where she's pissed. Um, And then all of a sudden. We find Lou. Lou has been missing this entire episode. I wrote that too. I was like, oh my God, Lou is on this show. Yeah, I wrote, whoa, where has Lou been? Um, but it's the start of a page six party that they're having that they're yes. all going to. So Lou goes as Kelly's date. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't. It's weird when that happens. And then I'm like, wow, I didn't even miss her, which is like, I should have missed her. It just, it was a different Lou. Yeah. That's why. Well, yeah. I, um,. I also realized, okay, so Kelly writes for page six. All of the wives are in, invited to the page six party. This season starts with the page six article about them being catty. Oh, yes. So, therefore, Kelly had something to do with that article. Probably. Page they, six to New York is radar online to Beverly Hills. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's very, very connected. So... Kelly's I just telling, thought that was very yeah. interesting because, like, but the Beverly Hills Housewives never went to like a radar online party, did they? No, but you know who did the Vanderpump Rules? Kids, I think, went to a radar online party, and I think that's where James Kennedy uh, and Lala said, "I see, we're not really working on our summer bodies." <gasps> or that might have been Us Weekly. I know it was uh, a publication that party. <laughs> I don't remember which one though. But yeah, so they spent the whole time uh, together ke- with Kelly telling Luann. All about the Bethany yeah, they're drama on the way. and everything. They're on the way. And Lou is doing that, like, countess, like, anxious, like, I shouldn't be hearing this. I don't want to hear this. And she also goes in on, like, well, Bethany's had a very rough, a tough childhood. Aggression's not the way to get in with Bethany. Yeah. And, like, Kelly's just like, I don't want to get in. I don't care. So when the party starts, I think it's a party in celebration of the woman who wrote Sex in the City. 
Okay. Because sure. then they show her. And what I think is so funny, you might know this. You know Dorinda's famous, not well, bitch, that whole thing. Do you know who she's saying that to? No. She's saying that to the writer of Sex and the City. It's the same woman. Really? Yes, who doesn't really know Dorinda that well. They're at something, so I think there's a connection there. I forget her name, whoever is the... Is she one of Ramona's 60 friends? She might be, but then I <laughs> wrote that in my notes that that is who... I know that's who Dorinda said that to, um, and that they kept showing... I, I think whatever this party was, maybe the writer was on the cover of something. She she was involved, so I just thought it was interesting that that she popped up there. Well, Ramona wastes no time as soon as she sees Kelly, and... Wait, before we get into that... Oh, okay. One thing happened with Lou that I don't know if you wrote this down... That Luann was actually supposed to be a duchess. Did you write that down? No. Yes. Okay. She tells this story about how, you know, Alex's grandfather built the Suez Canal. Mm-hmm. And he was already a count. And someone, whoever, you know, decides these titles was like, we can give you um, the title of Duke. Duke. And he was like, nah, I'm good with the count. So they kept the countess and the count. Could you imagine, though, Luann... If she was a duchess, duchess de la Saps. that's, I don't think she would have been on the Real Houses of New York if she was a duchess. Like, that is a much higher title. Yeah, it is. And comes with much more weight. Because Fergie was a duchess. Yes. And I'm not talking Meghan about. Meghan Markle is considered the, a duchess right now. Like, oh. I believe, I believe. Oh my God. Hopefully, no one yells at me in Norway. we're huge we're huge in norway um what up norway we love you we love you say hi to us yes into our dms but yeah she was supposed to be a duchess or could have been which i just thought imagine she was never the countess i i can't even picture that world there's an alternate dimension somewhere where her Meghan markle and fergie are all having brunch (laughs) yeah Um, so then we can get to Jill and Mario all out fighting about these tennis emails, which I would think. No, I'm, you're no? skipping what am over I skipping? the Kelly um, and Ramona. Because Ramona. Oh, I found it so to- uninteresting. And that is why I didn't write any notes on it. Because the next fight was oh just my that God. much interesting. I cannot I'll believe let you, tell you said it. that. Because that this fight sent me into a spiral really? of a rabbit hole. So... Ramona starts it with Kelly. I have a pet bone to pick with you. Did you go to college? And Kelly's like, yeah, I went to college. I went to Columbia. And I was like, what? I forgot what? she did say that. She what? did say that. Kelly Benzmore went to Columbia? So I had to figure out, like, what this was. So what she? So I look it up. She don't only has a BA from Columbia. She has an MBA from North fucking Western. What? Yes. Wow. So I started digging into Kelly. She's from Rockford, Illinois, and she did go to Columbia. She went to another college beforehand. Um, She only spent a year there, and then her modeling career really took off. So then she went to Columbia in their general studies program. I will say, as someone who works in education, it's much easier to get into a college as a transfer student. So It's also a different type of program. So how deep did you go? I don't know much about oh, their I literally I mean, was on the Columbia website for at least an hour. Oh my god. I was reading all about the different ways that you can get in. It is great for transfer students. It's for tra- specifically for students that want to be part-time that might have alternate careers like, oh, I don't know, models. 
people who graduated from the School of General Studies, just to give you an idea, it starts, like, really swanky. Like, in 1918, Ira Gershwin, the American lyricist Ira Gershwin, mm-hmm. graduated. Amelia Earhart graduated. She graduated in 1920. I didn't realize that no. she did. She was after Gershwin. Anyway, um, then there's a bunch of names that I don't really know, but J.D. Salinger Graduated yes. in 1939. Author uh, of one of my favorite books ever. Yeah, Catcher in the Rye. Yep. Or Franny and Zoe is also great. Um, then we've got Tully Savalas, uh, who's an actor. We've got, um, there's another big one in here. I oh. cannot believe you found this list. Oh, I was going deep. Um, Hunter S. Thompson graduated from this program, but also... Gerard W. Ford, the founder of the Ford Modeling Agency. And then if you go down this list, more and more models have graduated from Columbia after the... uh, Is this the college admission scandal of Columbia that you just unearthed? I don't know. I'm just saying, and I I don't want to steal any flowers of people because... um, there are other people who went and seem to have done well. The The names become less and less people that you're like, have more cachiche, I would say. Howard Dean is the next one Didn't that I knew. Didn't um, one of Rena's daughters, where, where were they in school in New York? I don't know. I don't remember. Or was it the Hadids? I think they went to NYU. Was it NYU? Which also has like a similar kind of program. I mean. So, um... In March 2009, here's the other interesting thing. So, this aired early 2009. Mm -hmm. In March 2009, Kelly Ben Simone was arrested on allegations of domestic violence and assault against her ex-boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend alleged that she punched him in the face during an argument. And she entered a plea deal and she was required to perform... Two days of community service. Wow, I do not remember that at all. Isn't that really interesting? Because we Is were there talking a mugshot about of her, possibly that we don't know about. Don't you? If you get arrested, you get a mugshot. She was arrested on allegations, so I she am so impressed mesh- by this deep dive. This is truly snaps worthy for you sue on this but this- i think it really tells an interesting picture of kelly because we're talking about her mental health and like how there might have been issues and like it's interesting to see like even bef- this was probably like a few weeks before this aired that's crazy. that that happened mm-hmm. i just think it's really interesting like i don't know the exact air date of this episode i think i did look into it but i didn't write it down but I just think it's something to keep in mind when we think about Kelly is like, I, I, you know, we're always just, I'm always wondering, like, did she get help? Did anything happen? And I'm like, oh, something did happen. And the only thing she had to do was two days of community service. That's crazy. Anyway, deep dive. Thank you for that deep dive. I did not know any of that. I'm truly shocked mostly by her uh, earned degrees because I would have never thought she would have done that. Her MBA was in, uh, so her minor, her BA was in lit and her MBA was business management. And she did legit write three books, 
They were more of like a coffee table book press from what I could see, mm-hmm. but she also had a book with Simon and Schuster. She truly is a writer girl. Wedding. A true writer girl. That was literally my note. I was like, wow, what a writer girl. <laughs> a writer girl before Carol, that's for sure. So Ramona tells Kelly, I didn't think I saw you at FIT, which I was like, damn, Ramona, I you know. are ready to strike. But Kelly is like, no, not you. I wasn't talking about you at all. And she is actually like, gives Ramona her flowers. So yeah. Ramona is instantly placated. She's like, you invited me. You were the one that brought me. You're the one that knows about fashion. Like, she kisses the ring, almost. It should also be noted that Kelly didn't say Ramona's name in the article. No. So no one would have ever known anything. She just said these ladies. Yeah. But she's talking about the ladies on the show. Yeah. So It is true. And then we get into a juicy, juicy fight, which, before we get into even them arguing, something happens that hasn't happened yet. Mario gets his first talking head moment. I wrote that to you. You did? That's a very important note. It had, at this Up to this point, it had only been Simon. And yes. this is the first time, and Mario gets a moment to be a talking head. And He, he says that he's a tennis pro before he went into my business. And I was like, <clears throat> your family business, The sir. whole thing, though, is all about these emails back and forth. Um, Mario says the world does not revolve around Jill. He is so condescending to her. My least he, favorite thing he does. It's the shush, he right? He shushes her. He goes, shush, 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 shush. And he, like, wags his finger. Like, he does the shush, like, the finger in front of your mouth. But he's also wagging it at her, like, in such a condescending way. It is the first, like, to me, glass-shattering moment of the Mario that we think we know. And then we see this side of him, which is very different from anything we've seen so far and he's just terrible to her he says her 15 minutes of fame is getting to her but then she's just as awful back she goes oh i'm really gonna punch you out mario which i can't believe jill said that yeah but then they cut to jill and jill's like i enjoyed the sparring i enjoy it yeah jill does it for fun like i think that she enjoys getting him riled up and i think that she feels very safe because Bobby's there. Bobby is just kind of laughing in the background. Ramona also doesn't get involved, which is no. surprising. I think in the moment, though, Jill knows she's making good TV. She, yeah. That is always in the back of her head. Yeah. I think that she's also just like, whatever, this is non- inconsequential because they're not really friends. Yes. Yeah. She, she knows they're fighting, but at the end, this is not going to weigh heavy on her. And then Simon tries to be a peacemaker, and it looks like he and Mario actually get along. Yeah, they. I wrote in all caps, Mario chooses Simon to be the peacekeeper. <laughs> because Mario even, like, he, he basically says, Simon says to Mario, like, he's just like, Mario, you're, you're a good person. And I was like, what the frick? Yeah. And Ramona first starts out talking to Simon and was being nice, and then things took a turn for the worse. She always, she does this. She goes, you know, I kind of like you, but sometimes we, we hate each other, and sometimes you're just the worst. And, like, I, I really liked you. But we finally find out. Mm-hmm. I love this. I love when you find out the thing that actually is the root of someone being upset about something. So the whole Ramona freaking out. And the walkout. And the the walkout. And all of it. It turns out Ramona and Mario took Simon and Alex out to a party. A party where there were famous people. It was a really big 
deal. Like, a fabulous party, whatever. And then the next day is when Alex's nude photos came out. And Ramona and Mario are convinced that they leaked it. And Simon and Alex are dying on the hill. And I think they're... I believe them. I don't think they knew. I don't think they knew either. Yeah. And also, if they did know, why do they have to tell Ramona? Like, I would not think that my nude photos would affect you or have an issue with the party that you're bringing me to. Especially yep. because Simon brings Hit up. Hit him with it, too. <laughs> <laughs> the woman that Ramona kind of like, like, Simon calls it makes out with. But it was really just like a kiss on the mouth, but it neither here nor there. She was a Playboy model. She was in Playboy more than once, I think he yeah, said. This is Ramona's friend from season one when we have the crazy pool scene with her running around with a dog and she's embarrassing Avery. Her friend in that scene is a Playboy model, which I have no judgment and no problem with it. But and that I don't was, think even Simon's saying it with judgment. No. I think he's saying it as, why the frick would you have any problem with my wife being naked in a magazine when you're friends with people who are naked in a magazine and Ramona is gooped. Yep, they have she nothing. She can't. She literally is just wide-eyed Ramona, like, bop, bop. like she has a chicken mouth. She does not know what to do or say. Yeah, it reminds me so much of she's constantly hypocritical, which comes later, like when she gets on Leah for talking about sex. But Sonia can talk about sex. Yep. And... It was just amazing. I just love that Simon had that. He, you know he had been waiting for his moment to bring that up, mm-hmm. that he pulled that out. And in that moment, I love Simon. It was I want to high-five him for yeah. saying that. Because we didn't know that as viewers. I had no idea who that friend was. Um, and that was basically it. I just found it really great. But that uh, Ramona, of course, keeps talking. And she just goes, you know what? And they just cut her off. Yeah. I just love, I love that so much. You it know was what? just a while. There was four different fights yeah. in one episode. And we, we've been talking, if you're listening to the other episodes, and if you're new here, welcome. Uh, but, like, we had been talking about, like, they just were so nice, and there haven't been any fights. And, like, yes, this was a great episode for the fights, but the fights were just so different than even today's yep. housewife fights, I feel like. Because there are some, like somewhat reasonable endings like even kelly and bethany are kind of just like agree to disagree kelly tries to make it happen more and bethany doesn't bite yeah and i think it was just it was great it was a great episode a great Season episode two, episode seven tell your friends it's the one man it's the one that i bet when andy got the cut of this was like this is the show season. <laughs> this show was going to be on for 12 more seasons like it just yeah. was so good it was so entertaining that could air now, and it would stand the test of time. I, You know Bethany called him after that and was like, this is the most insane footage that you're ever going to get. I don't know, because I don't know if they had that relationship then. But maybe. In my head, I or, like to think they Or did. Andy called her after and was just like, this is the best. Yeah. Was Bethany at the page six party? Um, If she was, we didn't see her. No. No. But I just really love finding out what the real issue was with Ramona and Simon and Alex. Yeah. Because there's always more to the story that they try to hide. And I just love moments like that when you find that out. And it was just really interesting how Mario and Ramona acted like they were just so connected. And bringing them into this world that they really, really wanted to. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like, fine, but, like, if you're going to do that for somebody, you can't hold it over their head. Yeah. You either want to do it for them or you don't. Agree. But, like, naked photos in, like, in Us Weeks doesn't mean that, like, that's going to ruin your reputation. No. No, it doesn't. Unless it was, like, some weird conservative party, but, like, even Simon said it was, like, that wasn't the vibe of it at all. Yeah. Well, what a great episode. Great episode. Snaps for that episode. I hope you go, if you haven't rewatched it, I really hope you go back and rewatch it, because... It's 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 up there. It's amazing. And tell all of your friends about it. Um, and tell your friends about our show, too. That'd yeah. be great. And we love you. And thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.